0: Welcome to BitStorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who have nothing but audio problems and... (laughs) 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 Nah. (laughs) A comedy game design podcast for two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Trevor Scott, and with me as always is Ben Slinger.
1: Hello, Trevor. Can you hear me? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh ben i think i think for some reason you've gone to 48 kilohertz instead of 44.1 oh no
1: the exact thing that was happening to you for the last hour <laughs> what are the odds yeah
0: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> fuck
1: so yeah trevor and i both sort of had some technical difficulties with some new hardware um so the benefit of that is trevor is pissed off and i'm just pissed uh so yeah. it's, it seems like a good time to record a podcast yeah it sounds perfect <laughs> All right, well, we're going to start with some click pitch, uh, like we often do. We might go into something a little bit later. We'll see. We'll see how we go. We've gone sort of deep on a few good ideas the last couple of weeks, so if we get in something good, maybe we'll just do one game this episode. The first game is just going to give us an hour's worth of material. It has happened before. Well, almost. All right. Blind Reflection. Uh, yeah, well, that was purposefully that. We haven't done that in a while, yeah. but maybe not tonight. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> so, Click Pitch is a game where we each have a random word generator in front of us. And on the count of three, two, one, click, we'll get a new word. We will each say it out loud and we'll jam those words together to make a nice, you know, uh, chunky preserve of game design. Marmalade, if you will. A- a ga- garmalade? No, that doesn't work. All right, anyway, should we jump into it? (laughs) Yeah,
0: why not? Three, two, two, one. Click. Click that motherfucker.
1: Nation. Bus. Bus nation. Yeah. Uh, Hmm. So, something around public transit (laughs) in a nation. Mm. Bus a nation. Bus nation? Like, as, like, sort of a- Join those words together, like- No, that's not anything. <laughs> <laughs> bus station is, though. Bus station. <laughs> crust station. Like a bus station, but it's a, like a crust station. Like it's got a, an exoskeleton and probably some claws. Um, and that's how, when you want to get on the bus, it just keeps scuttling past and you put your hand up and it grabs you with its claws and throws you in its back. Um doesn't even slow down. And you play yeah, I'm not feeling this and already. You play- Three, and you Fuck play me. as that bus station. All right, <laughs> I agree. Knowledge, Victoria. Knowledge
0: inverse.
1: Um, inverse knowledge. The inverse of knowledge is stupidity, or, well, ignorance, I guess. Mm. Uh, maybe this is a game where you are a vampire that feeds on knowledge. Ooh, or, or knowledge is some sort of yeah. Knowledge is some sort of resource.
0: Some sort of. Food or- mm-hmm. um-
1: Maybe it's a twin stick shooter <laughs> where when you kill people, their knowledge comes out and you suck it up to get points and power-ups. And so, you'll get more points for people who are wearing glasses or in lab coats. Because <laughs> <laughs> they are obviously smart. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then all your- t- well, uh, I-, I wonder if there's some sort of mechanic around levelling up knowledge- like, how would the game change as you mm-hmm. got more knowledge in your system? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Did you have something? For if there's knowledge, um, I felt like you were about to say something.
0: Yeah. I, I kind of do like the idea of of the vampire um, who sucks up knowledge. Um, kind of like in, in the- um, Well, I, I'm picturing like an alien sort of vampire that- Sucks knowledge out of out of someone's head, kind of similar to there was an alien in Red Dwarf,
1: yes, or it was like a,
0: a xenomorph, xenomorph or something like that that um literally just put a straw in their ear and just would suck <laughs> suck the, <laughs> the knowledge out. And I kind of like the idea that you can like get different different um upgrading your straws and that sort of stuff, sort of, like sharper
1: ends. Like a bladed end, so you can just like jam it into the skull.
0: Yep, um, I'm, I'm picturing you know you can you can get like decals for your for your straw to make it to make <laughs> it look more like more like like a candy cane sort of thing. All <laughs> right. so
1: I like this. I've been playing a lot of God of War. Quite mm, enjoying my copy it. of, God of War. Yes, yes, thank you for that. Quite enjoying it. Uh, so I automatically went to this being that sort of like third person brawler where if you like you've got moves where if you need. I mean, I, I don't know if it counts as, as your health. Maybe it's your power-up or something. You can literally, like, launch yourself at someone and you're sort of just, like, hanging off their back as you stab this, like, metal, decaled, sharp-ended straw into their skull and, like, slurp it up. Um All the while, you're sort of- You know how in those games, like, in Shadow of Mordor and and there are some enemies in God of War, you can kind of control them as you're riding them? Um, yep. So, you get to do a bit of that. Like, you're hanging off them. You're just, like, sucking up their knowledge. But at the same time, you're, like, <laughs> spinning around so that they're hitting the other people that you're fighting.
0: Yeah. So, I- I'm imagining that the straw is, like, some- somewhat heavy, like a, a metal straw mm. sort of thing. Mm. So, you can actually get that that whole throwing mechanic of you can throw it into some dude's head and, you know, run up and just oh, jump totally. on it. Oh, totally. You can and- use
1: some of, those- the- some of those mechanics from the Leviathan Axe. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, we could totally use some of those. I, I don't know- would you would you give it the recall of the Leviathan axe, or is it something where you have to like go and get it?
0: <laughs> you have to go and get it, yeah,
1: I <laughs> because it's just like it just like jams into whatever you throw it at. And if it's a person, as when you go and get it, when you go and get it, you can you know have a little sip,
0: or or it can be or it can be sort of like a um you know a limited resource. So you've got like twelve of them or something like that. So if you lose one or two, it's okay.
1: Mm, okay, maybe you've got like disposables, <laughs> disposable straws. Curly straws, yep, be- <laughs> bendable straws. Those, those you, can up,
0: you can upgrade to, like, one of those crazy straws that, yeah. that like-
1: Those, like, <laughs> sto- st- um, straws that kind of have a bit of a spoon on the end that you use for milkshakes, and so you just, like, scoop out brains. Um, yeah, I kind of like the idea, actually, moving beyond knowledge, um, but sticking with the vampire with a straw thing, um, that based on where you hit them with the straw, you'll get a different resource once you, like, okay. start sucking on it. <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> Just don't hit him in the ass. <laughs> don't hit him in the ass, that will take away health. Um <laughs> But you hit him in the brain, you get some knowledge. You hit him in you know, most other places in the body you get some blood or something, which maybe is your health. Because um, yep. I kinda like that mechanic. Like you get a headshot, then you're gonna get some sort of um powered up mechanic or like experience or or whatever it is that lets you uh uh upgrade your stuff. Um
0: Well may- maybe that's it. Maybe um you know, the knowledge is experience and blood is health. Mm, so you've mm. got you've got the choice between do I want to get experience out of this this person and experience is gonna let you, you know, get new um get new moves, new moves. and that sort of stuff yeah. to, to add into your into your tree, but you're also you're only gonna get that experience if um you suck it out of a live brain.
1: Right. Yeah. You can't just go around you can suck some blood out of a dead body, but you can't just go around sucking brains because the knowledge is gone. The neurons have stopped firing. Yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot. So, yeah, you have to, like, precision throw. And not only that, you have to, like, get to them and start sucking it out before they die from just the impact of- Or they,
0: or they pull it out and throw it on the ground. Yeah,
1: all that too. Um, yeah, okay. So, I-, I guess, yeah, I like this as it's a limited resource. It's not like the Leviathan X-Way. It's like this one, you know, immortal object. You basically just- You upgrade your supply and you can- you can buy more before each mission, or something, or I don't know. Um, I yeah, I like the idea of like double, you know, sh- you hit straws into two people's heads at the same time and and alternate between them. You like p- throw out a, a like a circle of straws all around you um, to hit I'm multiple people at once. You, you
0: shove these these two straws into their head, and then you've got like a beer helmet sort of thing on. <laughs> just- yeah,
1: yes. <laughs> Um maybe you can get like a special one up power up straw that is like extendable up to like six metres, so you can hit him from a distance and just suck from there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a telescopic yeah, straw. Yeah, it's exactly
1: a telescopic straw. Maybe that's just an upgrade, I don't know. I-
0: I'm imagining that you can you can have like um fighting moves in which you're you're fighting against against guys and it's sort of like they get that sort of dazed, dazed look, and then you can do a finisher, which is oh, literally yeah. stab him in the top of the head and just yep. take a sip, all in one, one sort of move.
1: Occasionally, that, if you that do that it right, of- instead of just like stab, stabbing him in the head and and drinking the knowledge out, it'll do like this massive move. Maybe it's when you power it up or something. Where you, like stabs him right at the top of the head, the skull explodes, and then he just like yanks out the entire brain on the end of a straw and just like eat, no, eats no. it like a toffee apple.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs>
1: Oh, um, yeah, I like this. So, like in general, you're just fighting like fisticuffs. Uh, what's the what's the sort of setting for this game?
0: So set in a bus nation,
1: <laughs> <laughs> nation of buses. Uh,
0: and you, um, no, I'm thinking, I kind of like steampunk.
1: Oh, okay. There have been many of those sort of that sort of style. Okay.
0: Yeah, I- I'm sort of thinking that this is a an alien who happens happens to look exactly like these um these creatures, which is just you know, human-looking. Yeah. Um. Whether it's whether it's just the fact that, um. You know, all <laughs> smart humans and <laughs> all 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 the um the different uh, species in the in the universe actually all the smart ones end up just looking exactly like humans. Of course, we Kinda have like we in have, Star Trek.
1: yeah, like we have <laughs> obviously the ultimate end goal of of intelligence is the human form. Um. Uh. Yeah. Well, I like. Interestingly enough, those alien, um, the gears all over its body are just actually part of its body, whereas everyone else is sticking them on for style, stylistic reasons. Yep. <laughs> um, so the alien fits right in. Um, yeah, okay. So you're an alien, you come down. So when you say steampunk, is it sort of 19th century, but with, you know, with, with that sort of modern technology built on, on gears and steam, or is it more modern than that and there's other sort of. I,
0: I- I kind of like it being, you know, twentieth century, late twentieth century, or even twenty first century. Okay. So Sort of. So you've got what like we, iPhones. What we modern time. You've got like yeah, iPhones that, that, that you have
1: to put put like coal in the back of.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're all like gear and and like Steam driven and all this sort of stuff. It's just <laughs> big rigmarole. <laughs> nice, nice.
1: So when you buy games for your computer, you literally use Steam. You have to like turn yep. some valves. <laughs> I need to keep turning this valve. Eventually Half-Life 3 is going to come out.
0: <laughs> You'd have some good jokes like that. Um,
1: oh, yeah. It'd be full of them. We're not going to say them now. We're not that quick.
0: <laughs> no, definitely not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's kind of funny. So, it's, I mean, obviously, based on the combat style and stuff, it's pretty much a comedy game um, with the sort of over-the-top gore. And Yeah, I, I'm thinking you can even do- end goal, I guess? Um, Kill the president. Because you assume as an alien that the, the leader of the of the country, being America, um, would be the smartest person. Uh, and then you just- You get there and you actually lose all your experience when you suck out his brain. And that's the end so of the game. So, I'm, I'm now picturing
0: that the antagonist of the game is another one of these aliens. Okay. Um, they tr- they're trying to who- stop you? Who basically- um, I'm just trying to think whether it's like you know one of those sort of antagonists that pretends to be your friend at one stage and mm. then you know ends up backstabbing you sort of sort of thing. Well,
1: maybe like uh, maybe they've been here a while, um, but they've sort of assimilated a bit. Like they enjoy it here, yeah. And so they see you coming and they're like, "This fuck is going to screw it all up for me." So yeah, okay, so I- they try to befriend so you.
0: I've 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 got I've got a good reason as to why you're why you're here. Mm-hmm. You're a bounty hunter. Okay, yeah. Who's chasing this? Chasing this, this particular
1: alien. This particular
0: alien down. Um, what can happen during it is like a Men in Black style, like government agency that that sort of come comes after you because they they realize mm. that you've appeared on this Earth and you don't belong here. So they they're trying to to capture and assimilate, and dissect you and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so
1: yeah, yeah, okay. Figure out how your gears work. <laughs> Oh my god! The intricacy of these gears is incredible,
0: or or the fact that you don't have gears and and you're using technology that doesn't have gears. So oh, to-
1: you figured out the actual like circuitry. Um, so they need to.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's 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 all chemical. I like the,
1: I like the, yeah. I like the <laughs> idea that. Uh- yeah, like there's no semiconductors, right? So they haven't but they've still managed to build computers as powerful as the ones we have now. It's just yeah. like they've just had to change their entire building style. So literally the entire house around you is just made up of vacuum tubes and and steam engines and <laughs> You don't need to heat yeah, your house, I like that. but and also you uh you can play uh Halo. <laughs> I don't uh, know how screens cool. work. <laughs> but anyway. Maybe Three, it's like all right. two <laughs> One. I was going to try to come up with a way that screens would work. Paintballs? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, just really fast, <laughs> you know, air-powered. Okay. Fog. Initiate. Initiate the fog. Hmm. Well, we kind of- We did that mist-based one last week with the, um, yep. the monsters, but what else could fog do in a game? There are many things. Uh, I'm reminded of those old- Shooters like, uh, um, particularly Turok, Dinosaur mm-hmm. Hunter, where to keep the frame rate down, they just like had a distance fog that was actually really close. <laughs> you could see very far. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know if I'm that's picturing fog, fog of War. Oh, this? Fog, of, fog uh, of War. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. All right. All right. Fog of War is good. And we, and we don't do many real time strategies. What's interesting about Fog of War? What different, what could we do differently about Fog of War? And particularly the ability to initiate it, right? Um, having some control. I mean, I think some games have done this, but having some control over the fog that the other person sees
0: or, you know, can't see beneath. Um, See, I I was actually taking initiate rather- Well, Mm. as initiate rather rather than initiate. Oh,
1: initiate rather than initiate. Okay. Maybe this is a real-time strategy game where the fog of war is not, like, the thing- that they use to hide the map in places you can't see, mm-hmm. the fog is the weapon. Maybe this is another steampunk world and everything runs on fog. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, maybe not steampunk, but I'm thinking, like, there's some sort of mystical fog that they can use to power their weaponry and- or maybe the, maybe the beings themselves are made of fog. Yeah, like,
0: so ha- I'm sort of picturing the- um, almost like a Diablo sort of uh, view. Yeah, okay, um, so a bit closer you've-
1: kind of units- that you can really see a bit more. Yeah, detail where you are
0: controlling literally one unit. Oh, okay. Um, and that is the initiate. Um, all right, all right. Into like a secretive society, and this is almost like your your initiation, in- introductory Oh, you, yeah, your initiation mm-hmm. to this secretive society.
1: Okay, okay, but is it so? Is it more of that Diablo style? I don't know. What do you even call that? Clicking combat. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I kind of like if you if you played the um, Diablo three yeah. on the on any of the consoles. Yeah. It actually felt more like a, like an actual, um, action adventure sort of game. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, sure. So All I, right.
0: I like that idea. I like the fact that weapons are, are powered by this fog. Yeah. I think so- maybe
1: this secret society worships this fog in some way. Um, and also, yeah, uses it to power whether it's magic or weapons. And that could come into just like the lore and the, uh, the skill tree and stuff, right? Like if you go down a more technology based thing, then you've got different weapons and different skills, but they're they're still powered by the fog. But also you can like yep. also they've found ways to um, harness the fog into things that basically end up being like magic. Um, because they, you know, it 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 in I don't know maybe if you like breathe in enough of the fog, it enhances certain parts of your brain or um,
0: maybe there's different body. coloured fogs. Mm, okay, so um, you've you've got sort of like. Maybe the the red fog is like an an evil fog that is um, that powers monsters. But if you if you can somehow sanctify it,
1: yeah. Well, it's- I was just thinking maybe maybe sort of the primary colors are the different, different- fractions. Well, or- no, the different types of power, like the different types of fog. But what that means is if you see some purple fog then you know like basically you can then you can have fog of every different color and what that means is just like how many of each sort of resource you're going to get out of it um yep. so you know purple fog you're going to get a bunch of <laughs> red and blue
0: um now I'm picturing like a later on um tool that you can get uh read the RGB values
1: <laughs> totally like you just got a scanner it's like all right tell me exactly how much RGB is in each it is in this fog um And then maybe you've got like black fog and white fog or something. Like those are, those are different. Maybe those are the sort of, yeah, like the black fog powers them. It gives the monsters power and the white fog is like holy of some, like that's actually what you worship is the white fog in this world of fogs. Now I said (laughs) fog fog of war. Yeah. (laughs) The fog of fog, the fog fog, foggy fog fog. It's like saying fog. <laughs> Are there any frogs in the f- <laughs> The frog <laughs> fog. The fucking frog fog. Um Yeah, that's that's kind of neat. Uh, yeah, yeah, nothing. yeah. Three to one. Uh, publication. Calendar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My mind went straight to a, uh, what was that movie? Like Calendar Girls or like one of those firefighter, like nude firefighter groups who do mm-hmm. the calendar or something some sort of story where yeah you're in a group who wants to fundraise by making a nudie calendar <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> what the gameplay is Do you just get to take the photos
0: um so i actually went down a slightly different route okay because you said publication i'm just thinking what if there was an error in this year's calendar
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: um and you you're working in in like the um In the publishing office. And for some reason, uh, you put in, uh, 30 days in February when it was only supposed to be a leap year.
1: Okay. You, you press plus Um, two instead of plus one.
0: Yeah. So I'm just, am just sort of wondering if, if there could be some sort of conspiracy or something like that, that this, um. It
1: clicks over to February 30th and the gates of hell open. (laughs) It's like you are between time. You have allowed us to come into this area of space time. Uh. Yeah, I don't, so it could be that, or it could be you're working in a publication, calendar, publication of Publishing House, and um, you have wacky adventures with your uh, co-workers. Um, no, I yeah, like, are you just thinking about the implications of it?
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm. thinking about just with, with a- People in the in this reality have have happened to you know embrace the fact that this one mistake <laughs> that was made a while take. ago. It, <laughs> right. It's kind of like almost like the idea that um is like
1: so it cuts to every- like f- three hundred years later. How the world has changed based on this extra day in February? Is it does, um, does it just become permanently a thirty day month? Or
0: I, I think every um every fourth leap year. It it
1: turns <laughs> exactly. into it's like, it's like double leap year. Um, <laughs> it's like yeah okay yeah. <laughs> or well no maybe it's maybe they like maybe what happened is this calendar company did this they embraced it and called it like leap year squared. But what that ended <laughs> up doing is it's not actually every fourth leap year. It like squares every time. Um, so it be- it actually becomes like. Larger and larger times in between them. Um, and so, this is set on, like, the fifth one or something, which would be what? So, if there were- So, you start with four times four is 16, and then 16 times 16. Yep. Whatever that is. Uh,
0: 256, isn't it? Uh, something like that. I should, uh, 256. I should
1: know. I'm a fucking computer scientist. Um, 256. Right. So, that's going to be- uh, you can cut out all this math if you like. Two hundred seventy-two years later, <laughs> and then, um, and then sixty-five thousand five hundred thirty-six years later is the next one. So maybe not four, <laughs> maybe not four later, <laughs> because um, four later. later. <laughs> now let's do let's let's do let's do four later because that's our uh, four point two billion years. <laughs> no, maybe not. And it turns
0: out that the, um.
1: <laughs> all right, two later, two later. So they're like, in 16 years' time, because it's been four leap years, we're going to do leap year squared again. And then they go, all right, in 256 years' time, we're going to do leap year squared again just to keep this train rolling. It's going to be the, you know, the biggest event of all time. And so that's when this is set. <laughs> and how has the world changed? From these two marketing events.
0: (laughs) Well, I I was trying to get to the fact that um for some reason the government initiated the purge on this uh, on this one day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And they just meant it as a marketing thing too. They just meant like clear your calendar. Um, you know, February 30th. It's clear your calendar, it's the purge day. Clear your calendar and like um deal deal with all your miss you know, the things that you missed and everyone just takes it as no, nah, like we're gonna kill people. We've seen the movies, like why did you call it the purge if you didn't want us to just go around murdering?
0: I, I just loved I I was literally about to say something about the purge and you just started going on this mathematical adventure. <laughs>
1: mathematical Um
0: No, I kinda I so- like
1: the I like the idea of a game that is based around the like the aftermath of the purge. Basically. Yeah,
0: and it was it was just decided that um well, we've got this extra day now that may- maybe it's kind of like in a in a universe in which February always had twenty nine days and they've decided and they discovered that they actually needed to um to have a leak day because the, the seasons were actually getting um Out of whack too far away. Yep. Which is I think how how they sort of worked out <laughs> how the calendar worked anyway. It's like, hey, hang on. The seasons are getting well out of whack.
1: Yeah, after decades sort of thing that would happen. Um Yeah. Yeah, look I don't know where the game is in this. We've had fun talking about it. We can keep going. <laughs> I just don't have a game. But, um yeah, like, oh, there's definitely a narrative, something we could come up with around. Well, because, so what I was thinking is, the first time this happens, yeah, like, the government's like, yeah, it's the purge. Clear your calendars and everyone's like, fuck yeah, kill everyone. And so they're like, <coughs> oh, shit. All right, I guess we've got to do this in another 16 years. And then that comes around and it's, like, bloodier and worse than the last. And everyone's like, yeah, I can't wait for the next sixteen years. And the government's like, oh no, no, no. You gotta leap here squared. It's gonna be another two hundred and fifty-six years, motherfucker. And then everyone's like, ah oh, shit. But this but then the anticipation has been building this whole time. And like kind of it's kinda of like Y2K. <laughs> Everyone at the last moment kind of realized, oh shit, we need to actually deal with this thing before it happens. And so <laughs> maybe this is set in like the year before the purge. Where everyone has grown up. Like, this is generations in the making. All these people have grown up knowing, oh, my God, we are in the generation who is going to get to take part in Leap Year Squared. The last one for 65,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be amazing. <laughs> Fuck yes. They've been preparing for it their whole life. Um,
0: I mean, ki- kids go through weapon training. Um-
1: yeah, like, this is the thing that whole- entire society has changed to lead up to this point. Because, you know, the smart families three generations ago, four generations ago, started training their kids for this. Because they're like, oh, shit, in 100 years, Leap- Leapy Squared Purge is coming. We need our bloodline to survive. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and then, because then we can do the sequel at the third Leapy Squared. And then it's like a Horizon Zero Dawn thing where, like, all of humanity was mostly wiped out in the first one. And then it's mm-hmm. taken this it's taken sixty five thousand years to to bring back any sort of society, and most people have forgotten about it. But then, like, there's a faction who's like, "Yeah, sorry, fuckers, you all forgot about it, but we're going to kill everyone because is squared." <laughs> They've got like this ratty old <laughs> brochure from the government saying, like, "Purge your calendars," <laughs> whatever the mistranslation of it was. <laughs> And then it's just oh, that's a- what they meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's everyone else is like, no, what are you talking about? They just wanted to give people a break from the stress of day-to-day life, and everyone's like, yeah, well, fucking take this break. I'm gonna break your head.
0: <laughs> okay, all
1: right, yeah. Norm rotation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so it's a game set in Cheers.
1: <laughs> Have you seen that game that someone made where um, you're you're going around on rolly chairs, like wheelchairs, and you've got shotguns, and the only way to propel yourself is by shooting your shotgun? That's what came oh. into mind. But yeah, in cheers. <laughs> 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 um. I can't think of anything else now. Like, that's just stuck in my head. I, I can't like the idea that I've, like, I've, I've got this image of people like spinning Norm on his bar stool as they walk past him.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of anything else. Three to walk quick.
1: <laughs> Last Man Sitting, by the way. Oh is, that, is that game? Okay. Raid. Scientist. Hmm. So you're searching for the perfect fly spray.
0: Yeah, I'm just wondering if if you're a scientist in like a raid, to, like the Battle of Britain or something like that. So, oh,
1: okay, you, you're ignoring my idea about fly spray. Okay, <laughs> of course I am. <laughs> 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 okay, um, a scientist. I thought you threw it out
0: there as a joke
1: answer. Not a. <laughs> no, I thought it could have gone somewhere um, different. Different like, consistencies of spray, maybe. Or maybe it's just you work in a fly spray place while it's being attacked and your main weapon is fly spray and a lighter. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
0: For those American listeners out there. Oh, yeah. The reason why Ben is saying fly spray is because in Australia we've got a fly spray called Raid.
1: Raid! Is that the Louis the Fly one? No, that's Mortine. that's (laughs) Mortine. All right. um Raid! (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> very awkward very annoying.
1: Yes Alright, so I've been listening to this podcast Called Ars Paradoxica Okay Which is about a woman who Finds herself back in the 40s mm-hmm. From 20XX somewhere They bleep it out, but it's approximately our present Cool Um, And she's stuck there Like, and they kind of it's, it's, it's actually really interesting, like She's not even really trying to get back. This is just kind of about her life there, and then studying how she got there, and and what other things they can do with this time travel, which is very limited in very interesting ways. Um, cool. So that's where my mind went to. Yeah, that's also just a plug for the for the podcast because it's really good. Um, but that is where my mind went to. So obviously, we don't we're not doing Az Paradox the game, but the idea of of a scientist finding themselves in the past could be interesting.
0: So sort of sort of similar in in the fact that. Um this is a scientist who's who's looking at um you know the time travel or something yep. like that. Yeah. Travels back in time and ends up in the middle of of like um I am sort of thinking like some sort of raid but it's it's like from from bandits or something mm. like that and it's So it's, maybe they've gone back know, sort of further back in the 12th century yeah, or something like, like that.
1: Like right back in history to a very barbaric period. Um yeah, like kind of I mean, we could go back to feudal England again. <laughs> 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 um, bandits raising raiding, like, towns and castles and things. Um, yeah, I-, I guess what- I-, I guess it's probably a narrative sort of thing then. Um hmm and just what you do with that, not like what you're able to do with that knowledge. Like, you craft things out of the materials that you can find there to make like more modern technology. You know, you can probably, can you find enough to build a, ra- a radio? Because you managed to, like, I guess, in, probably not in the 12th century. <laughs> but you'd have to harness electricity and stuff. Like, yeah. Um,
0: so I'm just wondering if, kind of like in H.G. Wells' The Time Machine, when you. Mm-hmm. He went forward in time, but this in this case, we're going back in time. Um, I like the idea that the, he thought about if he goes back too far and needed some way of actually, like, converting energy and that sort of stuff. Yeah. He had, like, um, spare batteries and, and that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah,
1: like, they probably would have brought stuff if they planned, sort of planned. this trip.
0: Um, my question is around- Are we just going to stick in this one time period?
1: Yeah, well, I was just thinking that. Maybe not. Maybe this is- Sort of an explorative game, because there are a lot of games where it's like, oops, I accidentally found myself in the past or whatever. Maybe this is literally, you are a time explorer, you have you've invented this time machine and you're, like, studying, um, as a scientist, different periods and, and the narrative comes from finding out that history was wrong about certain things, um... As you go through, and also, yeah, like I'm sure in some periods you you end up you do get stuck, and you have to like solve puzzles to to build a battery, a new battery to power up your thing. You know, Back to the Future style, you have to like harness a lightning bolt or something.
0: So I'm wondering if the type of time travel that we actually go with Mm -hmm. is actually more along the um, multiple dimension sort of.
1: Okay, so like multiple timelines where. You, like there's, there's like the multiverse. There's, there's infinite timelines based on every possible.
0: Yeah, outcome. and it turns out that the um, going back in time, you're not actually going back in time necessarily in your own timeline, yeah. but you're actually crossing into a new, a new, a new universe that you're actually almost creating by trying yes. to go back to this time. So
1: yeah, so there's none of this like you do something and then and then jump forward in time and and it's affected things.
0: No, I think every it's single time kind you of travel. Every single time that you travel, you end up in, in like, another another alternate universe.
1: So, can but you the, travel the- back to the present?
0: Or I think if you do, that you don't necessarily go back to the same one that you yes, left.
1: Yes, yeah. So, there might be subtle changes. But it's also not the one- Like, it's not like you've now made effects, or is it? Like, are you saying that you go back to, you know, 16th century and- um, you know, you stop someone's head, someone from being decapitated, and then you come back to the future, and everything's changed based on that change.
0: No, I'm I'm no. saying that you you go back to you go back to the future, and you go to research it, and you find out that no, in in this reality, this person was still yeah decapitated yeah um, at this at the same place. So you start realizing, hang on, maybe I I didn't change you can't it, but actually somehow affect you it. make it into it into another into another universe where um he happened to actually you know. Not be decapitated or whichever yeah. way yeah. we actually said. Every single time he goes back to the present, he's not necessarily going to the same present that he originally Yeah, well, left. I
1: like the idea that you start figuring out, like, across the course of the game, or maybe relatively early on, you manage to build a device which basically tells you, like, it reads the, you know, its particular entropy signature or something and tells you how different this universe is from the one you originally started in. Ooh, yeah, I like that. And so, there are going to be subtle things that are different, but you don't know what they are. Or they could be huge things that are different because it's like a, you know, a seven billion on the on the entropy scale different or something.
0: Um, I, I kind of love the idea that, you know, you, you turn up in a, in a place um, where you find out that the only difference in this entire universe compared to your own mm-hmm. is that you had a peanut butter sandwich for breakfast instead of a Vegemite exactly,
1: sandwich. Exactly. Totally. Like, it's the smallest value you've ever seen on the on the comparison tool um, device. And-, and-
0: your your um time travel self, you, you know your your yourself from this universe right. also decided to to travel in time, so he's now stuck in some other some, <laughs> some other, other place universe as well, so. where
1: he had cornflakes.
0: <laughs> so I, I really love the idea that you know you can actually catch up with yourself hmm. in um in some of these. Well, maybe because maybe things. there's a
1: bit of a, a residue left, right? Like it's, like it's a trail, and so your device can also track that. And so part of this is. Not just yourself discovering things about these different time periods, but tracking down your other selves who are also discovering things about these time yep. periods and maybe leaving things behind. Um, like
0: you get- I like the fact that there's an evil one of you who's just going around and, and literally obliterating. Um-
1: well, and I like the idea that you find yourself by- and I think they did this on um, <laughs> Star Trek Discovery, um, by comparing that entropy signature of- like being, you can track the, the different ent- ent- entropy signature and it actually leaves a trail mm-hmm. um so you can s- you can tell when someone is out of out of this not from this dimension basically because they kind of yeah, it's look-
0: kind of like a, a, a like the idea that you know they're using like a Geiger counter or something like that yeah they-
1: exactly it just it measures those particles in the air which have a different different entropy signature that could be really cool and yeah yeah and i guess i don't know what sort of game i'm sort of thinking in it just point and click adventure-ish sort of thing um, um-
0: Point and click adventure with a with a bit of um, with a bit of action adventure along the way as well, sort of thing. Yeah, I like the idea of of having to having to sort of go through go through like this this one raid and you sort of not necessarily quick time events, but having to to sort of almost right maybe too of- yeah, yourself okay. around and that sort of stuff. Yeah, and then so
1: maybe you- maybe very much um, so maybe full control of your character like a third person action adventure, but yep. mostly. Sort of point-and-click adventure style puzzles and and dialogue. Yeah, and almost, trees almost and stuff. like a Mass Effect or something like that. Where, yeah, yeah, where you've got where a- you're sort action of having scenes and
0: puzzles, and you can but you can pick up a- inventory items and that yep. sort of stuff. But yeah, then you're also having having action sequences that you know. Yeah, can yeah, be that's cool. Follow.
1: I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's um, that's neat. I like that. But I reckon we go into something different. Let's do something different. Let's do something we haven't done in a while, i.e., anything that's not click pitch. Yeah. Um, what are you thinking?
0: A blinken. Um-
1: <laughs> I thought you said a blinken, like like a blinken is a hey blinken, like just the, like <laughs> blinken as some sort of object or descriptor. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm actually pulling up my Steam library right now. Ooh, okay.
1: I wish you could sort by a- release date. Steam has really-, really bad sorting options.
0: It really does.
1: Like for for oh fuck off can't even steam on my mac anymore because i updated my mac um <laughs> yeah like for this is a random maybe you can cut it but for a fucking thing that most people are, like a lot of people have hundreds and hundreds of games on and they're adding to them constantly with like bundles and shit it is really hard to just find hey what did i add to my library recently or what are my yep. what are the you know most recent release dates of the games that i have stupid
0: okay so I, i've just gone back in in time with with Thoughts in my mind.
1: Back in time with thoughts in my mind. Trevor Scott so, is doing a thing. It's been a while since we've, had a, since we've had a jingle.
0: What I've got in my head is what, what would a new version of Bubble Bobble look Bubble
1: look like? Bubble Bobble. Well, first of all, you can only play it while wearing roller skates, because that's the only time I ever played Bubble Bubble was at the roller skating <laughs> rink.
0: <laughs> so, I don't care what the original game was, was like, but oh. I'm not thinking Puzzle Bubble.
1: Okay, so are we just taking—is this one where we're just taking the name of it, or we're doing a, a, a gritty modern reboot?
0: I, I, I like the idea of it being a gritty modern reboot, but we can take some liberties. It doesn't yep. have to be um, Bob and Bob that you know going at, trying to going um, and capturing, you know, rescue their parents or whatever. Is it that Was that what
1: they were doing? Did, was there a story? Yeah. I guess there. Was yeah, some, there was. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um. So I kind of like the idea of it of it starting out with. With the um like the video the old video game version sort of logo and and when you when you press start to to start off it like it zooms out of this um of this like old arcade machine and you see like a gritty New York city sort of thing, and you see two <laughs> spiky monsters
1: are they still you know, monsters the or are they just like people <laughs> Bob and bob um well given
0: that I-, I still like the idea that they're actually you know shooting bubbles out of their mouth. Um, I like them being monsters, because okay. otherwise it's just creepy.
1: I mean, yeah, that's kind of what we're going for, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, Although, I just looked up the Wikipedia page for it, mm-hmm. and in the original game's plot, they were humans who were turned into dragons. After the, okay. the kidna- after the girlfriends were kidnapped by Baron Von Blubber. Girlfriends were kidnapped. By Baron Von Blubber.
0: Yeah, let's not do that. No. <laughs> Um, not, so I like not the stick idea that with they're the ridiculous tropes. Um, they're siblings. Okay. Yes. They get turned into turned into um, turned bubble into, dragons. Uh, bubble dragons. We'll keep uh, that bit.
1: Is this basically the Super Mario Brothers the movie of Bubble Bobble? <laughs> no <laughs> Where it's this no, like I'm, gritty version of of the scene, the kind of sort the, of. You know, <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm, I'm just- I'm trying to think, okay, what they're actually- what it, what's actually happened is their humanity has been stolen. Okay. And so, basically, there's a jar of each of their humanity somewhere in- Ew. <laughs> <laughs> that was just awesome, by the way. Um, so, th- there's, like, this jar of, of each of their humanities- mm-hmm. um, Stored somewhere and it turns out that in, in this world, if you if your humanity gets stripped away, you get turned into, like, a bubble dragon or-
1: Right, like, it's just- It's like, like your reptile brain takes over or yeah. your reptile essence.
0: Yeah. Um, so, I, I'm liking the idea of a third person sort of adventure. Okay. In where you're able to, like, fire out bubbles and, and capture enemies and, and pop them and that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah. So, this is- So, there's a co-op mode, obviously.
0: Yeah, co-op mode. Um, The idea that, you know, you can- you can sort of bounce each other off off of other bubbles and all that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right, that's right because you could like okay, so is there is there still sort of platforming or is that um, more of a you have sort of moves like I don't know, I'm thinking kind of you know having games like um uncharted and stuff there'll be sections where it's like oh, you need to get up high so like come over here and hit X and they like give you a boost up. But in this case, it's like come over here and hit X, and like a giant fucking bubble comes out of his dragon mouth, and you can bounce and he jumps you can on bounce top of it, on it po- and bounces up to the yeah. Top. Like it's more puzzle based, almost. And again, like God of War has sort of different things where it's just one of the things you can do is create bubbles, and they have different effects on different things in the world. Yeah. Um. So you know, if you you can fire at a bubble to to hit a switch at a distance, or you can fire at a bubble to engulf something which pr- can protect you from it as you walk past it or whatever. So, I
0: like the idea of being able to fire out this bubble, go over, and just, like, stab this stab this guy with, with your spikes. <laughs> you know, basically, in the bubble, they can't do shit, but yeah. then you can totally destroy destroy them by jumping into the bubble and hitting them with your spikes. Right. I like, I like they're, that. They're defenseless. We're <laughs> going to get a really
1: good, um, like, effects artist, because I just love the idea that they're, like, engulfed in this bubble- You've got this really realistic, like, refraction as you see him in there. And then you burst it and that, like, creates some energy explosion in there. Um, So, basically, they (laughs) burst with the bubble. (laughs) Um, And that's how they do
0: it. Oh, God, that's kind of creepy. I don't know. So, where else do you see it going?
1: Um, Look, the co-op thing is interesting. Um, If we're going gritty, if we're going gritty, I feel like the platforming stuff is a bit too fun. (laughs) I feel like we just need to take more of it into like a story thing of like. Wait, so what are these? What do they look like? Are they the same sort of like misshap- Like, cause they, are they in this world of other humans? Then they've been turned into these di- these dragons, or are they look? Do yeah. they look more like traditional dragons? But like, but when they,
0: I I, I think I think they're they're sort of um kind of human esque. But um, they've got like really big unhinged jaws, sort of thing that they can like fire <laughs> out these massive bubbles out of. Yeah. Um, but they've, they've got s- still the sort of same shape as a as a human.
1: Okay, so they're more like a like a dragonborn in D anD D or something. Like they have dragon yeah. features, but they're humanoid. Okay, I love that. I love that creepy idea of them just when they blow the bubbles. Just like, just the jaw opening up and bursting out a. It's like when your kids, you know, when your kid as a kid, you blow a bubble by sort of putting some saliva on your lips and opening your mouth.
0: <laughs> you literally see them lick their lips.
1: They just fire. At they do like they bubble. lick their lips, but the, their tongue leaves behind this like big slather of of saliva, and then they just kind of open their mouth and the bubble forms around their mouth, and then they just kind of go, and it goes. It's like kind of a, kind of like when a. Um, like a smoke smoke ring as well,
0: and, and the thing is, in this co op game, you never want to look at your partner as they're both blowing out <laughs> bubbles because you, you'll literally get freaked out as their, their jaw literally unhinges. And-
1: well, but particularly the first few times, if you've literally were or a human before and have been transformed into this, it's like, oh my god, what's happening?
0: <laughs> I kind of- I'm kind of picturing, like, when when your humanity gets stripped away, that you have, like, one of those, um, an American werewolf in, in Paris sort of scenes of, of you just getting converted into oh, the Oh, totally, the yeah.
1: It's, like, full on- It's, like,
0: super painful and- <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. You're just splitting through your clothes. And- yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> all right, all okay. right. Okay. Let's find- we'll leave, we'll leave that one there. Yeah. Um- I'm, I'm to, yeah, I'm look. I'm looking for something.
0: Um, obviously, I didn't end up going for the Steam the Steam library because I don't have that on on Steam.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> I am looking through the Steam library, and I'm like, all of these are pretty recent. Um, I do have one. Mm. Do you recall a very popular little series that has not had a release in quite some time? I called Lemmings. Yes. Yes. Greedy repeat, <laughs> Gory as hell. <laughs> Full 3D. Blood physics as they explode. VR.
0: You said full 3D. Um. Well, no. So not how no, did I, the blocker ones work?
1: I don't think- Well, look, there was a Lemmings 3D. Yes. Which did work in a 3D space. I think, though, actually, we stick to a 2D play space. Mm-hmm. But you can, like, move all the way around it. I, I actually think this should be VR. I, re- I actually- Now I'm thinking of it. I love the idea. And look, it doesn't necessarily have to be gritty now. Now I'm just excited about a VR Lemmings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I love the idea of you're, like, this god in this lemmings world and you're trying to solve the, the same sort of lemmings puzzles as we in that game. But, like, to grab lemmings, you just, like, look down and you've got all the, these different, like, buckets around your belt of the different lemmings <laughs> types that yep. you just, like, grab one out. Like, you're grabbing it by the hair. It's, like, flailing around. Um But then, yeah, you put it down where it needs to be and it does its job. There's not much more to say about just a VR version of Lemmings, but I love the physicality of it, as often is the case with VR. Yes. Um- and also being able to just, just like, flick them. Like, when you, want- when you want to blow them up, you just flick them and they go flying off into the background. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't need this blocker anymore.
0: I'm kind of seeing, because VR, you 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 really want it to be a 3D environment. But the type of 3D that I'm thinking of is sort of like a god game in which- you're watching the lemmings move down a path. Now that yep. path can be sort of winding in in 3D space, but really a path that's only one way to
1: yes, yes, one way to go. So
0: it's sort of like almost going through a jungle sort of thing that they're they're always going to be sort of on yeah, this path. It, it,
1: it really is a two dimensional um, uh, play space. It's just it winds along the path, and then there's obviously height, which is the other the other dimension. You don't yep. you don't have yeah, but that could give you some really interesting environments and. The visibility around it, right? Because it could be winding around, and you know, so you can see other, you know, you can see the the later parts of the path by looking through the trees or whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah, I like that. Um, I do like the idea of being able to like flick the lemmings away, or at least pick them up and just fling them away. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, that's the thing. Like, once they're down in, in that true lemming style, once they're down, you can't actually just move them around. That would obviously defeat the purpose. Um, yep. But, yeah, if you want to get rid of one, you can just, like, pick it up and throw it.
0: Pick it up, throw it away. Yep. Um, If you go to put it down somewhere else, it just runs it just back to work.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, yeah.
0: It just explodes the second you go to put it down.
1: Well, yeah, maybe when you pick it up, after you put it down, it, like, it just starts ticking down to an explosion. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> throw it. <laughs>
0: So how do the builders work in this? Because I know that the builders in the other game like would put down like twelve blocks Blocks and going you'd up. Have yeah. to, Then you'd have to, you know, quickly assign assign it the builder again and the builder again and
1: Right. Alright. Um yeah, well look, and I mean obviously in those original games that was part of the challenge was sort of that management of those. We could I mean we could you could do some interesting things. Maybe a builder instead of just building blocks up, because you're in VR you can sort of give them a path to build along. Oh, yeah. And it's obviously a limited number. Like, they can't just build endlessly because that you could easily game the system. But maybe once you create a builder, they've got, like, X amount of bricks, and you say, like, all right, build a little path here, and that ends up taking five bricks. And then, all right, um, I want to be able to get from this platform up to this platform. And now you've only got two bricks left. It's like, well, fuck, I can't do anything else with that builder. So now it's been used up. Hopefully I'll get them to the end. Um. Yeah, what were the other so what were the other things that would- that you had you had diggers which would be a bit yeah, yeah. be a bit more difficult diggers I feel like because depending on the depending on how you set up the level because you really need to be able to see what's underneath very easily.
0: Well, you know? I know. I I reckon if if you see like from one side you can only see um sort of nothing is happening underneath but if you if you turn the level around you actually see that there's an overhang.
1: Okay. And- yeah. Okay. You could do some, definitely, you could definitely do some interesting things in the 3D space with what you could So you had
0: diggers, dig you had bashes, and the bashes could. Bashes like, just
1: like dug through forward, basically, like a tunnel yeah, forward. Yeah, dug through
0: forward. Yeah. Um, you, had you had bombers the- in which you could just explode. Um, yeah. And, and also They dig had
1: through like you click it on them and they'd just like, after a certain amount of time, explode. Yeah. You had builders. And the idea which being that you could actually,
0: about. you know, you sometimes had to use it to get through like. A certain bit of rock or something like that. Yeah, that because bash the bashers through.
1: couldn't bash through it. Yeah. You had blockers, um, which turned them around. Yep. Um, you had parachute ones.
0: Yes. Well, um, umbrella ones.
1: Umbrellas. That's right. Yes. Um, so, they could fall from a great height. So, sometimes yes. you needed them to go down and, like, then build back up or something. Um what else was there? I, I, I'm sort of
0: thinking, is there something else that we can we can bring? Yeah, in like can that,
1: we add new ones for sure? Um,
0: like a bubble bubble one where you turn them into like a, <laughs> a creepy um, dragon that can like
1: fire <laughs> bubbles.
0: Um, and a Mario one where you give them a mushroom and they turn. Right, bigger. there were mine. <laughs> there were
1: miners who just dug down uh, on a diagonal. Yes. Oh, the no, diggers. Yeah, diggers. Oh, diggers dug down. Miners dug diagonally. Yes. Builders, blockers, floaters as the parachute bombers, climbers. Oh, yeah, climbers just climbed up. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. What other interesting things could we add? Um. Uh, drive. Flight. Flyers. <laughs> Hang gliders. Hang gliders. <laughs> yep. They go off like instead of just falling down with a the parachute, they go off at an angle and glide, and um, maybe they can catch uh- like updrafts.
0: I like the idea of having, like, a zipline creator.
1: Mm. So, you cool. can
0: basically create a zipline down to, down to a, an area so that they're all able to go down on the zipline. Um, but in order for the zipline to work, you know, there has to be something on the other side that it can actually connect to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, maybe you can, like, it's you can almost do, and this is, just, part of this is just because of the side-on view, but, like, elements of worms in lemmings. Mm-hmm. Where maybe you've got a bazooka lemming who, <laughs> but you have to, you have to aim it and do the, and do the like power of it to try to blast a path through that you're then going to like send your builder through or something. <clears throat> and the zipline could work in that same way. It's like, all right. And again, like you got to get the timing of it right. Cause the lemmings are just walking, but it's like, all right, let this, let this lemming get to the edge of a cliff and then click on it and make them a zipline one. And then it gives you like maybe one of those like um, pendulum kind of up down um, arrows that's like, and you've got to hit it at the right time, and when and that's the angle that it fires out at. mm mm-hmm. um, And so, yeah, you might, like, waste that if you don't do it well enough, or your zipline's going to go somewhere you didn't want it to. But, yeah, I like, I like that idea of a zipline, actually, because you could do it upwards as well, and they, like, climb it. Yeah. And that sort of thing. Yeah, that's cool. when they yeah, like When that. they hit the end, they just drop off. Um, trampoline? Trampoline mm-hmm. uh, lemming? Yeah. <laughs> Gymnast. (laughs) Gymnast. Um, By by athlete. (laughs) Fencer. Yeah. We're just- This is Lemmings Olympics. Um, Pole vaulter. That one could be useful. (laughs) That one could be very useful. Um Equestrian. (laughs) Like rides a horse, but all it can do is like dressage. (laughs) High jumper. (laughs) Yeah. Um- (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I can could do some cool stuff. Yeah. There, it is about time. Look, it's about time that there was a new Lemmings. Someone figure out how to bring that to the modern day, other than just what it looks like they've done, which is release the old versions on, like, portable devices. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Give me a new one. All right, well, look, I think we've got time for one more, and I think we'll try something else that- Look, this is a segment that we thought of before we even started this podcast- and have we maybe done it once? I'm not sure if we've ever done it. I don't know if we have. So, anyway, what, what we thought we might try to do is improve a game mechanic. So, this is this is not a specific narrative idea. This is not a specific kind of idea from a random word generator. This is literally just something that is used in games as a mechanic, maybe hasn't been used for a while, and we're going to see how we can make it better and make it modern and bring it back. Take it back. So, I did have one in mind. Mm-hmm and we talked about bubble bubble earlier and yes. one of the sort of features of those old arcade games and i'm thinking like the original mario brothers as in not mario brothers one like but the, the one in, not, set in it like the it wasn't super mario brothers it was just mario brothers in the room with all the pipes yes um, single room levels like every every level in bubble bubble was just one one screen same with that mario yep. game and a lot of, a lot of, uh, um, arcade games from that time had that too, any sort of platform arcade games. The other feature of them <laughs> was that if you went off the edge of one side, you would come in the edge of the other side. Yep. Um, I kind of, I'm kind of wondering how that would work in 3D. <laughs> how would you do this when you have full control of the camera? You just got this one space. And as you, like, do you, do you, do you block it off and just have them sort of teleport to the side or do you literally like look in one direction and see endless, <laughs> endless versions of this level um, rendered out into the, hor- to the, the horizon? The way
0: that my mind is thinking is, say this is an open, an open world sort of thing that it you're op- in the forest.
1: An open world game set on a single screen. Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah. So, do you remember the old game King's Quest? Yes. Yes, I did. So basically you had you had a 3D world that wrapped around north to south and east to west as well. Okay. So I'm picturing yes. that this this world has is, is you know quite large but if you continue in one direction
1: you'll end up where you started.
0: Um, you'll end up where you started and it's just continuously wrapped around that way. So if if you know you're you're heading straight ahead and someone's running back the other way you will actually come Come and face them, (laughs) right? So it's not so
1: big that it's going to take like ten minutes for you to get all the way around. No, it's going to take like thirty seconds.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, I I was sort of thinking um, of how would that actually work in today's sort of thing. I like the idea of the wraparound, whether it be in a um, in an adventure game or something like that. Mm. I always quite liked that that idea that it wasn't just um, it wasn't just oh look here's the reason why this, why this world has stopped, you know, it can just continue on and make it feel like it's going on. forever. Yeah. Yeah. Even though what you're doing is you're actually wrapping around yourself.
1: So, yeah, look, I I mean, the only issue I see with this is like, when you're talking about it in 3d, of course, what you're talking about is a sphere that you're running around. Um, even if you can't necessarily, even if you can't necessarily see the shape of that sphere within the game, because it's done with some trickery of, of connecting them up. Um, and there have been some games that have done that before. Uh, yeah, I wonder if, though, because I, <laughs> I guess the thing is, and particularly with those single screen games, and again, I'm not sure how you translate this to modern 3D, but in those games, if if your enemy is over on the right-hand side and you're over on the left-hand side, then they might not sort of think to see you until you go th- across that screen barrier. Mm-hmm. So, so if, if,
0: if you're on the left side and I'm on the right side, can I just turn around to shoot you?
1: <laughs> yes, you could, but you might not think to because you're focusing on something else over there on the right, right? So, this, there can be an element of surprise as you cross that barrier. And that's something that just an endless sort of world wouldn't have. So, maybe this is more of a set spherical space where okay. you can kind of see the edge of it. Um, what if this
0: was set in a, a warehouse-
1: Oh, okay. So we're going even smaller.
0: So it's in a warehouse. There are doors on the on the north wall mm-hmm. that match up with the ones on the south wall. Yep. And there's ones on the on the east wall that match up with ones on the on the west wall. Yep. So if you go through a door, mm-hmm. you end up on just the other on side. On the other of the side.
1: Room. Okay. Yeah, that that's that's kind of neat. Um cuz you could do some interesting things with that because yeah, like uh you you look across the spans of this warehouse and you see someone you want to attack all the way over the other side, they might not have seen you. You're pretty far away. But you also know that if you go through this door over there, over here, you're going to come out right next door.
0: <laughs> what, I- what I love the idea of is um, if it's, say, low light and you happen to look through this one roller door that's open mm. and you see someone on the other side of the room and you shoot them and you shoot yourself in the back of the head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. You could have open spaces. You could have fucking windows. Like- um- so, that that if you do get the right angle, you can look through the window and you see where they are, But and that means like, oh, shit, turn around, because you've just seen them sneaking up on you um, in the distance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's actually really cool. That actually is a quite a good update of that single room wraparound yeah. um, idea where- because I'm just thinking almost like a shooter or something. Um, yeah. Uh, like a, a like, first or third person I mean, shooter. I mean, technically,
0: that's- when you think about it, that's that's all Bubble Bubble was. It was just a shooter.
1: Yeah, 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 Absolutely. It just um,
0: happened on a 2D screen, but now, now you do it on a- on a
1: In a 3D world. In a 3D
0: space. And you still got that squareness of, of like, the warehouse and that sort of stuff. Yeah,
1: for- or at least a limited space. Look, you wouldn't have to keep it completely square, but you know yeah. you've got that awareness of, oh, that door's going to come out over there. Um, and maybe you can do things like, well, if there is a roller door if there are different types of door that sometimes open by themselves. And so, if you time it right, you can, like, shoot a rocket through- um, because you you know you caught a glimpse in the window, it's like all right, okay, that door's opening, and boom, like shoot the rocket through, and it comes out behind you, but manages to hit someone, or doesn't, or hits you, or whatever. So one of the powers I'm I'm sort of picturing that you could have
0: in this sort of game mm-hmm. is is basically like um maybe even a roulette sort of thing, so that you can actually change where the doors come out of.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like that idea. So maybe they're color coded, um. So, like the green door is always going to go to the other green door, but there is some way to yeah to basically randomize those colors in in certain ways, um, so that if you go through this green door and you don't pay attention to where the other green door is, you might just come out next to yourself, <laughs> like it's just the other door in this same wall or something. Um, yeah. and and yeah, so that's another so strategic it's, it's thing of you can do that brain meltingly like
0: hard like Portal was.
1: <laughs> totally yes, yeah. It, I mean, it's basically elements of Portal. Um, but with these fixed portals that you can just change the destination of. Cause yeah, I like that yeah. idea that it's like you, you see someone in the distance, you see that they've noticed you. They, so they're like, all right, shit, head towards that blue door cause you're near the blue door. But you, you,
0: you fire off a power
1: up. You, you fire off a hand. power mm. up as they, as they reach that door and it shuffles them and they come out somewhere else. Um, and now, yeah, and like now you've idea. got the element of surprise. Yeah, yeah.
0: As long as you sort of work out where the hell you are.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh well, and maybe there's some control. Maybe it's not just a completely random thing. Maybe it's like, maybe it's a targeted thing. Maybe it's to say, no, change the color, like switch the color of these two doors, um,
0: or, or ro- rotate round to the left.
1: Yeah, or something. Like- exactly. Yeah. Right, that's that's cool. I think we did a good job of improving that game mechanic, or at least bringing it into yeah. how it would how it would work in a modern setting.
0: How it would work in a modern setting? Yes.
1: Nice job. Yay.
0: Okay. <laughs> all that right. was a fun that was a fun fun thing. Let's see if we can bring that back every
1: now and again. Yeah, yeah. It's always fun to, to mix it up a bit and, and do something other than click pitch. Cool. So well I think we'll leave it there tonight for this week. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for joining us this week on Bitstorm. Uh, if you want to find us online, we are on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. BitstormCast on all of those places. We have a Facebook Fantastic. group. Facebook.com slash group slash Bitstorm. Uh, we are on YouTube. Just search for YouTube. Um, the link is also on our Podchaser page, which is the next thing. Go to Podchaser and, uh, and rate and review us there. And, uh, hey, you know what? Little secret. Lists should be out by the time you hear this. <laughs> so you can add us to lists or add your favorite Bitstorm episodes to a list and send it to us. Send it to your friends. For God's sake, listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then please rate and review us on iTunes if you use that service. Um, and Nobody use uses that. Um, of course, you can subscribe to us there. We've got a website, bitstormcast.com. We've got friends at the AGPN, the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network. Yes. Check out their awesome podcast over there. We shall uh, the see them on Saturday this, night.
1: Hello. By the time Melbourne you hear this,
0: we shall have already been at the um been at the AGPN drinks, so don't bother coming along to that because yeah. come out we've last been there.
1: Saturday to Bartronica and see us. Oh it's not
0: going. Where I still won't have edited the episode yet. Um so check out hashtag AGPN on Twitter or the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network on Facebook. Finally, we'd like to thank us from CrewDust for the song Mount Defiance off of the album Containment Failure.
1: So thank you again for joining us this week on a Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger.
0: I'm Trevor Scott. Ben What's happened to your face? Like, your jaw's unhinged, and you're blowing bubbles at me. You're dead. Creepy. (laughs)